Yeah, you were just eating off my floor, you weirdo. Leave me alone. I'm eating Popeyes, all right? Hey. I haven't had their chicken sandwich yet, bro. You and haven't? No. No. <laughs> Don't spit that brine. Oh, face. no. Nah, bro. Uh-uh. You're about to get me sidetracked. Hold up. I'm sorry, guys. Welcome to the CCQ podcast. I'm your host, Dot, you eating a fry. Finish. I can do this while you're eating your fry. Then do it. Welcome to the CCQ podcast. This is episode four, where we will be talking about various things. Including? Uh, well, I'm getting there. We're <laughs> talking about uh, disappointment and to deal with, you know, disappointing events that occur in life. Because for anyone who knows, that's what happens in life. Right. You will be disappointed. And in some cases, you will be experiencing despair, especially in good old 2020. 2020 has obviously not been the exception. Mm. Everyone's going through some, uh, some, some doo doo, to put it mildly. Right, right. Uh, then we got the culture hour, where we will be discussing. Well, you will be discussing five because... different things to do while staying at home. Yes. Um, whether it's you, if you're working, um, barely working, or just literally still stuck at home because nothing's open. Um, we also got the Google Stadia Connect and the Ubisoft Forward that I'm going to be talking about. Um, cool games that are going to be showcased for the next-gen console for the Ubisoft Forwards, as well as That's Google Stadia. specifically for those who specialize in gaming stuff, though. I mean, it's not only specialized. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty specific uh, topic for specialized I'm assuming audience. a lot of people casually like are waiting for the next-gen consoles. So it's, I don't know. It's we'll find out. We'll find out, man. Hey guys, send in a voice message. Mm-hmm. See if we're you real. uh we should do a QA. Y'all Maybe. wanna send in questions, send them in on the messages. Word, and word. uh I will well we will. This is our thing. We will gladly do a maybe a whole episode. Not maybe not a whole episode, that'd be an hour question. Time will tell. Time, Time will, will tell. tell. We okay. also uh talk about Bethel and the whole prophecy of Gandalf is what I'm calling it. Um, we also talk about the Jeff Epstein thing, mm-hmm. uh, documentary, With as well as Ghislaine Maxwell. Yep, Ghislaine Maxwell who was just arrested, arrested recently. Yeah, and we talk about a little bit of that. Um, and also the whole Wa- Wayfair scandal, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a, it's human a old, trafficking. Human trafficking. Some some bougie, you know, cabinet thing company. Very. With, uh, I still don't. I still don't get how they pay that much. But I don't know. Anyway, um, all this and more on our episode. Uh, stay tuned. So here we are today. We are. Well, I guess the first topic at hand is dealing with disappointment. Yes, this sir. is something that a lot of people. Uh, I mean, not Christians exclusively. Everyone is disappointed. Especially <laughs> especially 2020. In 2020, 2020 has been underwhelming, to oh put it mildly. Oh, my gosh. That um, is an understatement to the T. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the question that a lot of people ask, though, is, you know, when we're talking about Christians and, and people who... I guess we we look up to as decent people and stuff. And I, I can think of a few people. Uh, we, we ask, like, why do bad things happen to good people, right? Because we live in a – I mean, we live on Earth, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes on here. Right. Yeah, unless you have your head 
under the sand, you 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 understand that there's a lot going on right now. Right. But the fact of the matter is that disappointment has been something that a lot of people go through, like all the time, you know, despite global pandemics and what have you. Uh, but the question is, why do bad things happen to good people, and how do we as Christians deal with disappointment? Mm. Um, so as far as why bad things happen to good people, I think it's important to realize that that is a that there's a false premise, and that only God is good. So uh, we as Christians need to distinguish that, you know, only God is good. But we as Christians are, I mean, we're 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 desperately hopeful and we're trying our best to live to a biblical standard, but by no sense are we good people. Uh, And I would say that the answer to this question is going to be very satisfying. You ready? Mm -hmm. What what, what is it? What is it? Why do bad things happen to, uh, to, to desperately hopeful people trying to live in the way God commanded us? Not good. Doesn't roll off the tongue as well. I know, (laughs) but why do, bad things happen to these types of people i have no freaking idea wow <laughs> here's the thing oh man. i know I just, a breakthrough I, has just been discovered here in boca raton yep uh here's the we thing. gotta write books about it and everything <laughs> uh yeah i i think it's important because no one will ever know why certain things happen to these to Christians, people who right. are trying to be decent people, we will never know why bad things happen to these types of people. Right, right. Uh, but I think when we're looking at the Bible and examples of disappointment, I know you have a few that you would want to share. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go into my little gist, and that is the book of Job. It's a book that deals mm. entirely with disappointment. It's yeah, a, yeah. a book dedicated to God stripping a very, very, very loyal man of God by the name of Job. Mm-hmm. Stripping him of quite literally everything. They mm-hmm. took his fortune, took his family. Uh, I mean, God literally told Satan, have at Job. Just don't kill Job. Right. So he had his you know, his family taken from him, his fortune taken from him, uh, his health. Not like he didn't die, but he was covered in sores. He was yeah. suffering from just a lot of different things and we see how job handles disappointment and things i mean disappointment (laughs) would be an understatement in that case but Mm -hmm. uh despair rather uh i mean god allowed job to be satan's punching bag which i think is really like weird that god let Mm -hmm. this happen to a good man yeah um and job lets god have it in chapter three he's lamenting to god like why are you doing this why and he's just he's going off he's he's trying to put his despair into a box as though like i've been such a good person i've been doing all these things and his friends have come up to him and are saying are are giving him false theological advice as well saying like oh well you obviously committed a sin so so bad that you are willing uh not willing but you have opened yourself up to this sort of sin right and pretty much the book of Job is like 20 chapters of Job and his friends going at it, like as far as a theological debate uh, of, you know, about despair and disappointment and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then eventually God comes in and to, to Job's, I don't want to say like uh, 
to Job's rescue. I mean, he kind of did. Right, but right. God pretty much comes in and says, I, uh, I'm i in control. I'm in control. You don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. was the, the message that God was painting to Job is I'm in control. You don't have to worry about your disappointments. You're going to have them. In 2 Timothy uh, 3.12, it says anyone who wants to live all out for Christ is in for a lot of trouble. Right. And and there's no getting around it. That's the message version. Right. Uh like we are, we're bound to go through trials. Like this is, unfortunately, what happens. It's a it's a way of life. Yeah, it's a way of life. And and, and Christians like, are not uh, immune to disappointment, not immune to despair. Right, right. And like what I see in a lot of churches though is, uh, a lot of them preaching like this. Well, you need to have enough faith, and you're gonna, you're gonna be able to mm-hmm. to to prosper and stuff like that and it's like that's not it's like yeah it's like they either don't really talk about that realm where you have like that season of walking in disappointment yeah or they do but they kind of over spiritualize it to a point where it's just like you don't have enough faith Mm -hmm. and what that says to me at least it's just like which is interesting, though. I'm going to add this little bit in real quick. Right, right. Is that is exactly what one of his friends, there were three friends that came up to him in in the book of Job. One of them pretty much said, you didn't have enough faith. Mm-hmm. And then God comes in and blasts him and said, these people don't know what they're talking about. This right. had nothing to do with theology. This is letting you know that I'm in control. So anyway, mm-hmm. continue. Yeah, so um, pretty much it's just like I've seen, um, I've seen, and I've heard different examples of just how like churches aren't really um, pushing that uh, life issue yeah. to like light and not giving people enough um, coiners really to walk in that and figure out ways to um, navigate like just regular life while filled with disappointment and everything. And like, one thing that is true is like like you said like disappointment isn't um isn't like a phenomenon like everybody goes through it mm-hmm. you know like disappointment is pain but it's it's essentially what you do with it that dictates how you like how it's flipped you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like you could either decide hey i'm going to learn and grow from this or you can just go completely opposite direction and just be in full-on despair and that's what i feel like a lot of christians myself included because i'm no, learning every I, day I too. We're, too we're learning every day too is that like a lot of times we don't tend to give our disappointments whether if it's with something in the natural or just with God in general, because there'll be times where I'll be like, yo, God, like, what the heck are you doing? Like, you know, like, yeah. it doesn't, I, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Like, why are, why are you putting me through different seasons and different things, you know? Yeah. And it's, it feels like literally a whole storm, like, on the boat. Yeah. And, you know, I forget a lot of times that Jesus is also in that boat with me, yeah. you know? And when the storm settles... Guess who's standing in the boat? Mm-hmm. Jesus is. Yeah. So like, it's something that I feel like a lot of Christians, especially now in quarantine, um, well, partial quarantine for some places, like, 
it's one of those things where it's like we're stuck in our own mind for a long period of time. Oh, yeah. And we're usually busy. And since that time, whether it's like with work or something, and since that time is pretty much like some, for some people non-existent, for others barely there, we are stuck with ourselves a lot. And what yeah. tends to happen is just like a lot of people is just having these thoughts of just disappointment. Yeah. Like 2020 is supposed to be our year, right? That's what everybody was saying back in like 2019. Like 2020 is going to be our year. It's going to be our thing. I can't wait for 2020 to come in. And like the first thing that happens is a whole missile thing yeah. <laughs> in the United States. Uh, then the Australian fires. Then Kobe died. And then after that, the coronavirus started reeling in. And then we start hearing that U.S. like had that whole thing like been told to them. Yeah. I... <laughs> and like they did nothing about it. And now that it's becoming a big thing, like everything's closed down and stuff like and it's it's a very hard and it's a very um, crazy year. But like one thing <laughs> that I read, I read an article by uh, Relevant Magazine, shout out to them, by Sheila Walsh. And she um, pretty much said it verbatim, is just recognize disappointment as a turn in the tide rather than an end of a journey. And I think that's super important for us Christians to know that this isn't our destination. Like yeah. this isn't going to be um, just our like we're not going to walk in this forever, yeah. essentially. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just literally a season, and seasons always change. Yeah. Seasons will change, but God still remains regardless. Mm -hmm. There's so. uh, that verse in James that I – back when I preached. I preached one time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, This man's a preacher one, preacher. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was like a year plus ago. Uh, but when I did preach, the one opportunity that I had, which I very much cherished, uh, I I preach out of several parts of the Bible, but the one one of the verses that I used was James one two through four, which says, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything." Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting the the term pure joy, like not just joy, but like nothing else not just Only happiness joy. not just happiness either joy. there's a big exactly. yeah, difference yeah, 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 yeah. between happy happiness ha oh my gosh happiness happiness deals with <laughs> happenings exactly but joy is coming from the lord so yeah. it's just like happiness is relative to, to your situation right, joy right. is an actual trait that you carry along mm -hmm. with you when you're filled with jesus yeah you and know, it's when, super important to just or love for God, um it's super important to just separate those two yeah essentially yeah especially Big nowadays difference. like it's it's really important to not get those things mixed up because you can think that you have joy one moment and then something happens and that day is completely ruined yeah. and like from that point you realize that it's not joy that i had at that moment it's literally just happiness yeah like, it's artificial it's yeah. not it's not the authentic real thing mm -hmm. didn't mm -hmm. you have something in your notes about because you sent those over to me before right. uh but something about kids 
right about like so, how it's important for kids to experience disappointment mm-hmm. because i think this ties very well with james chapter you know one verses two through four mm-hmm. is that perseverance makes you mature and mm-hmm. i think when you yep. were talking about yep. kids i think you were using it in the literal sense but i think uh as christians spiritually speaking we're all you know different as far as where we are maturity wise like some of us are spiritual one-year-olds versus people who have experienced some stuff Mm -hmm. and in the case of what james is making here these trials these tribulations that we're going to go through develop perseverance and as a result mature us right so it's important not to just sit and mope about oh woe is me i'm 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 so upset about whatever but it's like i have the opportunity to seize the moment that i'm in Mm -hmm. it's terrible Mm -hmm. it's it it might really suck and some things we just like aren't able to handle like extreme situations like sexual abuse the loss of a or the seemingly you know tragic loss of a loved one like those aren't things you just handle like these are things that you you know scrape and claw through Mm -hmm. and you you know it's 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 a grind bro it's a grappling match with life right uh, is that what is that what it is? Grappling? It's like in UFC, like wrestling. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. grappling, wrestling. I mean, it's, I have it's UFC. I should thing. know this. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but it's it's a brawl, and right, right. it's a it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual dogfight, and obviously we have God on our side, so we're gonna win. Right. But we we we're literally fighting from victory. We're not fighting to get to victory. Yeah. We're in the winner's circle. Yeah. But you that know? doesn't mean that it's going to be hard. That doesn't, or that it doesn't, doesn't mean that it's, it's gonna not going to be hard. Yeah, that's what easy. I meant to say. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's going to be a cakewalk by any stretch. You're going to go through a lot of crap. You're yeah. going to be here for a long. I mean, not a long time relative to, you know, all the universe. But you're going to be here for a while, and you're yeah. gonna you're gonna experience some things. Mm-hmm. And those things, when you're a Christian, those those trials, those things that push you to mature you're going to experience a lot of them and it's up to us as christians to realize this is a chance for me to develop to become stronger in my faith romans i think talks about it as well romans Mm -hmm. 5 3 3 first 5 right that's right yeah Yeah, yeah. uh we will continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles talking about like how to deal with these situations Mm -hmm. the trials and whatnot Mm -hmm. because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, uh, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. Mm-hmm. So though, you know, trials are bound to happen and they're going to suck like big time. Yeah. It's important to realize that we as Christians have the opportunity that a lot of people don't have. And that is to seize the opportunity and actually become uh, more spiritually sound mm-hmm. and you know, it may seem like a a really rocky road in the moment. It's because it is, of course. Right. But at the end of the day, we're gonna be we're gonna be fine regardless. And I'm not just saying fine by an earthly standard. Like you may end up, you know, I, I look in the case of Stephen, who was mm. a martyr. Right, right, right. Like God's plan for Stephen was to be a martyr, and that was by earthly standards. That was troubling he was stoned to death it was troubling yeah but that was the plan that god had set aside for stephen same thing with all of the all of jesus's disciples Mm -hmm. each of them were martyrs these were plans that god had set aside uh 
you know, for them. It doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be glamorous by a worldly standard, but everything works out for those who, who know who God is. Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't mean you're going to be prosperous here on earth. That doesn't mean that you're, you're guaranteed wealth and health and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, we win. Yeah. Because well, God win. wins and we just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I lost my. <laughs> I mean, about. yeah, like you, you, you said it yourself. Like, we're 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 in the winner's circle. Like we're we're not fight. Like I said, we're not fighting like from uh victory. We're not fighting to get to victory. We're fighting from victory, mm -hmm. and it's important just to distinguish that. Like, remember that uh, God is in control. Not only that, like throughout that situation of just disappointment, maybe you got laid off at your job maybe um i don't know relationship wise you got broken up or just things aren't happening or you just haven't seen that doctor's report yeah, yeah yeah you haven't seen your friends in so long and you just feel disappointed because you're hearing that florida's reopening but they're probably gonna reclose again because of a second wave that's probably coming in or something like that like you know and it's it's important to understand that even through those tough times you like to know that God's still in control regardless. Like, mm -hmm. I still will bring my praise to the one who doesn't change, period. Mm -hmm. Everything can change. The world can flip upside down. It can turn into a pancake for all I care. But well, like, some people say it already is. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but, like, either way, regardless if it's a round earth, a flat earth, or a box earth, a Minecraft earth, I don't it's, care. It's round. It's like, not going to change. <laughs> a lot's going to happen this year. The, the earth changing its form. There it is. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be one of those things. But regardless, regardless of what would happen, hypothetically God's still speaking, in if the if the globe, the globe, if the world turned into a a triangular prism, we're going to be fine. Oh man, I could hear Pink Floyd soundtrack already. Yeah. <laughs> but either way. He's still in control. He's in control. You know, he's in control. So, like, what's the craziest thing that could happen? Just like hypothetically speaking, of course. Yes, maybe not. Up. <laughs> that that would suck. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, all I can say, yeah, all we can say is really just like, hang on, man, like. Life will give you haymakers and uppercuts. Disappointment but, is bound to happen mm -hmm. 100%. But don't treat disappointment like it's a disaster. Learn from them, you know? Um, and it's just important to um, try and walk through that, even if it takes a while, you know? And most importantly, like, if you feel dis spiritually disappointed, if you feel like, like God's not being there like the way that you thought he would be like it's best for you to talk to him about it rather than holding on to it because a lot of times um what happens is like we start holding on to that disappointment that disappointment starts making us like spiritually sick and what ends up happening is that we also got some skewed perspective on who god is even if you believe that he is good you somehow have something in the back of your mind that's like, uh, but he ain't that good. Though. Yeah. Like, and that's he's why powerful, think... but he ain't that powerful. He's loving, but he ain't that love. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's it's important to get that out of the way and actually talk to God through that before you even decide to talk to a person, whether it's a pastor, 
uh, leader, like re regardless of who it is, you know? Yeah, and that's why I think Job is such a good book when it comes to talking about this because mm -hmm. the first two chapters is literally Satan using Job as a punching bag. He's going in, he's taking everything from him, he's beating him up uh, physically and emotionally. He's Like I said earlier, he's taking everything from Job. Mm -hmm. And Job at first is, is calm and composed. He's like, well, this sucks. But then in verse three, or chapter three, rather, he lashes out and he's going off on guys, you know, like, why, why is this the way it is? And he's, right. you know, he's upset mm -hmm. as, you know, most of us would be when we're yeah. going through disappointing yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Like if my whole family died and I lost and everything that I had and I started just breaking out in sores all of a sudden, like I'd be wondering the same thing, mm -hmm. but you know, and then his friends start coming in and are, you know, tossing some theological BS about like, right. Oh, he, how you, yeah. Like they even like come in and be like, Hey, I think you should just, this god yeah like 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 do away with him like like as though he's not have been like he's not present in that situation you know yeah. and it's just important just to know that like through that like i've honed it down like more times in this episode but you got to literally give that part of your heart to god like yeah. you can't expect something to happen if you're not going to like walk and like give that over you know what i'm saying like yeah. you have to like make that your like sacrifice regardless of what it is it could be worshiping through it it could be you know reading the word it can be as crazy as just like sitting in complete silence for like 10 minutes because you can't figure out like what's going on and you feel like everybody and everything that like is surrounding you is like just loud. That's what know? I was reading in Romans. Like, there's more to come. There's more troubles to come. Right. But we are still to praise God even in those moments. Yeah. When it doesn't like when when faith is tested, mm -hmm. when we are, you know, stretched out as thin as we could possibly get stretched to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 are still responsible as Christians to love God, not when it's or not only when it's glamorous. And easy to to worship him right but it, it you know these these types of situations can create a more uh uh how how would i put this just a more authentic faith and you get mm -hmm. to see god um through it all and again yeah, right. you're not guaranteed earthly prosperity i want to make myself very clear on that mm -hmm. you're not guaranteed health you're not guaranteed wealth. will the you're blessings not... come sure Yes, absolutely. But, but maybe not in the form not, of earthly exactly, things that the yeah. that you know that the mm -hmm. earth would the earth the, <laughs> the world would deem uh, valuable. Yeah, you know, it could like be I as said, little like it could be as little as just you waking up. Like that's a huge blessing. What you mean? Like yeah, bro, just waking up, having electricity, having Wi-Fi everywhere, bro. Like we're we're in an age. Let's just be honest, right? We're in an age of that like technology itself has been increasingly upgrading itself almost by the second now yeah and so now they like, got like t we're, we're gonna get to a point where technology is smarter than us what what uh, atlas ai type <laughs> stuff like most likely i mean it's there's a lot to be blessed for you know it's not just about trying to get you know it's also just recognizing the fact that like what you have now like compared to a lot of people in other countries, I, I can also say for US too, like compared to a lot of people in like the US when it comes to like different um different housing or different like ghettos or just people 
who migrated here or just people who are in the streets, like just homeless and everything. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you you're somewhat like blessed, like not somewhat blessed. Yeah, not yeah, not even somewhat. Yeah, like high key, like, and so it's just important to understand that, like. Not blessed because they're listening to us. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, man, there's a whole other podcast, bro. I'm just, I'm just glad. Blessed we're blessed and glad to be able to do yes. this. Yeah, we're blessed to be able to do this, you know. And so, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just, um, you have to understand that you keep things life, in perspective. Yeah, you life, life gives you lemons. What are you gonna do with the lemons? Either create lemonade or squirt it in your eye, like. <laughs> Like it's it, it, in the perspective of that, like you can ra- you would rather make lem- I would at least rather make lemonade, even if it's the tartest like thing. I like I that's just me. I would uh <laughs> I, I would do you're gonna I, it in your I would stop it. I would do the same thing. Okay, I was about to say I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> so uh with that being said. Onto the culture hour. Welcome to the culture hour. hour, 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 hour. Never gets old. Ne- <laughs> never, never gets old. We need a sound effect for that. We do need a sound effect. Uh, Let's I, put a sound effect in right now. Okay. Uh, See, I told you not to do that, but you did. All oh, right, was, never mind. That was smooth. That was smooth. All right, whatever, whatever. All right, so. We got a loaded culture hour. Yeah, pretty loaded. There's some small stuff that. Uh, Why do we call it culture hour? We do it for like 30 minutes. I mean. I like the name. It's a cool Let's, let's name. just stick with culture hour. <laughs> Even though we don't spend an hour. We don't spend an hour. Uh, it, it is what it is. I don't know. I, I, All right, so. In the topic of staying at home, if y'all are still stuck at home, um, if you're looking for cool things to do, I got me some five different things that a lot of people are doing. Yeah, um, you've been stay locked up sane. a lot more than me. I've been working now. Yeah, man, you out here working that public grind. Working on the public yes, grind. I'm in, I'm in the rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and so I, me, safe I'm to say, you to need to down. entertain yourself. In many a lot ways more. That I don't yeah. need to anymore. So I mean, it is what it is. But uh, for people who are trying to find a thing to do, we got five things for you. Uh, starting with number one, uh, Zoom Hangouts or FaceTime. A lot of people are trying to stay sane with that, bro. Like people are doing group FaceTime. I know group FaceTime is cool. It's just that you need like an iPhone number. You know, like a phone number. We got like house party and stuff like that as well. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So there's house party as well. Those don't have like the contingency of, hey, you need a phone number for this. You know, you can always go into a house party, play games and stuff. If you're looking for something a little bit casual, there's going to be Zoom. Zoom's kind of cool. I like Zoom. I kind of use it for like um, different uh, talking and stuff i guess that's what you use it for generally speaking generally yeah yeah and then i see like uh live streams like that use zoom and it's just like a really chill like platform like it's it's simple and it's like to the point you know so uh second thing you could do while still being stuck at home this is interesting virtual 
trip. This is interesting. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. I literally looked it up and I was like, wow, people are actually doing this. Like virtual trip. They're out here how, going to museums. How does this work? So I, what I'm thinking is, right, think of it as almost like a Google Maps when you're doing the satellite okay, view. Okay. Well, not the satellite view, but the street. I forgot what they call it. They changed it recently, but um, originally it was like, you know that yellow dude? Like you grab from the map and then you put it on the street and then you immediately go there like as though you're there on that street. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially think of it as that, but with like museums and like theme parks and stuff. Like you can like people are literally um the companies over there are literally just putting like cameras on theme parks, like different roller coasters and stuff, and just literally having that like a virtual like, roller coaster. Yeah. It's interesting. In it's interesting. interesting. Hey, it's a yeah, it's a very it's a very great time waster. Like for people who are into like museums and stuff or like art and stuff, you can literally have a, like virtual exhibitions. Like you can go to virtual exhibitions like, around the country, bro. It's, I did not know that. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Frankly, I feel like this should have been invented like a long time ago. I think it has. It's just haven't pushed off until now. That's true. I so, mean. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna take some virtual trips to, I don't know, Grand Canyon, there's that option. <laughs> All right, number three of things to do while at home: Netflix viewing party. Have you ever tried? I did this that? with Juliana one time, and how did you like it? Because I, I never it. done now, it. Now here's the thing: I tried it one time, mm-hmm. and it was a pain at first for us to get on. Okay, like. I, I don't know why we couldn't get on at the same time. Was, you have to use like it's, Google, it's an extension. Right? Yeah, it's it's yeah, like yeah. a Google okay. extension. So you have to use Chrome in order to use. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But for some reason, like what happens is you you download the extension on your computer, mm-hmm. then you log into your account, you send, you email a link, or you send a link to someone, you know, however you decide to, mm-hmm. and then what they're supposed to do is just click on the link, and uh, and join. Hmm. But what happened is, for some reason, it wasn't joining. But we tried it like five different times, and then eventually it joined. Oh, so wow. I don't know, because you think like, it might be the broadband, perhaps. I don't know, but like neither of us were super familiar with the software, so we were probably screwing it up or something. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, like text based only, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type like everyone want a voice chat while you're watching. Something. That is true. That'd that be a pain. True. Like you gotta be like, hey yo, you gotta mute yourself. Yeah. I hear like snoring everything, <laughs> <laughs> and like the slow is the slow stuff. Oh yeah. man, imagine watching like Godfather. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's on Netflix, but if it was, like, yeah, yeah, it would be a Snoresville. Somebody gonna be like snoring for real, for real big, on the big mic. Big snores, big big snores. You'd be like, hey, can you turn your mic off? <laughs> All right, number four, and this has been a big thing slash. This I guess for a Nintendo, bro, thing. for Nintendo, they're making bank off of it. Oh, for people yeah. who already know what I'm about to say, playing Animal Crossing, specifically the latest Animal Crossing game. Yeah, it has. Well, been... this falls into a much bigger umbrella, which is sure. playing sure. or playing video games, like not yeah. just video games though, uh-huh. but video games like adventure games where you have the ah, opportunity to yeah. build. I was playing Red Dead 2. And granted, you're not building in Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. But that... But there's like a lot to do. Yeah. This is the thing. When you're 
again, a lot of people are like going out and stuff, but if mm-hmm. you're still at home and you're still trying to waste time, the best, most productive thing you could do is waste time. That is yeah. the most productive thing you could do with your time. I wasted so much time and it was so productive on Red Dead. I, yeah, I mean, it, it's great. Dude, I beat the I game finished, in yeah, a week. I finished the game as soon as it, like, when it came out, like, I don't know how many hours I put into that game. I wasn't even caring about the storyline itself. I was just like going everywhere for the side missions and for like the stuff to find yeah. or whatever, bro. The game, if you haven't played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, it's literally like a sequel, prequel to the Red Dead Redemption um, Senior. That makes so, no like, sense. I don't know why they did it like that. I guess it made sense only because of the it fact It made no that, sense. Like, how? Zero sense. How? Why would you put the sequel... Or no, why would you make the prequel the second game? Well, there's prequels for movies too. But like that's so It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to figure out what. Well, at least I'll give Did Rockstar Did they just invent the storyline like Yeah, literally. Like I'll give Rockstar that's such... I'll okay. I'll give Rockstar credit, right? Because if you play Red Dead Redemption like the original Red Dead Redemption game, it's such a riveting story. Of how everybody was split. The original Red Dead? The original Red Dead. How wow. everybody was split. The aftermath of that. Okay. But once you hit Red Dead Redemption 2, you get to see the story of what transpired to that split. You know okay. what I'm saying? I so, like, it's smart. I think it's just smart on their account. Like, there are, there are games who try doing the sequel, prequel thing, and they do it terribly. But Rockstar really... Rockstar, Rockstar is in charge of GTA, right? Right. Do they have storylines in GTA? I, don't I mean, yeah. If you're talking about story itself, then yeah. But like, I did not know like that. single player, yeah. Um, they tried doing that for GTA Online, but hmm. it's not. It's not that great. Okay. Um, it's it's more of a money thing now. Like before, back when like GTA Online was just popping off, like it wasn't really about the money. It was literally about trying to. Yeah, well, now they're they're big time. The whole people, yeah. Now it's just like you can't get a car unless you got like three million dollars in the bank already, and you just started. (laughs) So like, it's it's a yeah, it's it's a microtransaction train wreck, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, which I guess a great segue. uh, Speaking of train, speaking of train, or not speaking of train, not speaking of train wrecks, um, live streaming. I'm only saying it's a train wreck. For Mixer, because Mixer is closing down in about a week or two. So it's Sayonara, Microsoft Mixer, and you know, Ninja and the rest of them who got signed. Multi-mix. They got bought they got bought out. They got bought out their they were contracts. On Facebook, right? I they, think that's where it was going. No, nah, Ninja, as far as I've heard, went to YouTube gaming. As uh, far as I've heard. Makes sense. I don't know about Shroud and the rest of them, but Ninja specifically went over there. But um, Great Time Waster is live streaming, whether it's IG, IG Live, TikTok Live before it gets banned. What's the difference between IG and IG Live? Isn't that what live streaming is? See, I hate it when you try and do stuff like that, when you try and correct me. You know what I meant. I said IG and IG Live. Oh, my gosh, bro. All right. IG Live. I stand corrected. IG Live. Dang right. (laughs) (laughs) But pretty much, like, live streaming has been a thing to keep a lot of people sane. Yes. A lot of people sane. A lot of entertaining stuff has happened. 
The most recent one is the whole six nine thing. <laughs> I don't watch live streams though. I don't I know watch it, it that much. Right, right. I don't watch it that much, but you know, by a lot, I mean none. I don't watch any. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, whether it's on IG live, um, whether it's Twitch, whether it's um, YouTube gaming, a lot of people are just taking the time to just chill and see their favorite creators or favorite um personalities just you know either yeah. talk or game or you know all that stuff and yeah. it's really cool to see a lot of people now engaging um and actually giving a little bit more time to the live streamers so mm-hmm. yeah so that's all the five things uh to do if you're still stuck at home or if, if you're barely working um next topic uh, some gaming news. Two gaming you news. You take actually. this. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> and I don't know how many people are gonna know about this. But if I'm, you're into I'm, the gaming world, right? This I'm is hoping right up your that alley. I'm hoping that at least it will perk your interest. But um, as of recording, Google Stadia did their uh, Stadia Connect. Um, essentially, they showcased some games that they're going to uh, sign on to their platform. A lot of people in the gaming industry and the tech industry too um have some mixed feelings about stadia myself included i think stadia has been a huge waste um of time <laughs> and they did not really fulfill any of their promises but uh that being said uh they are starting to try and get the ball rolling and you know i can't i can't really knock what games they're going to be bringing in like they got the sekiro uh shadows die twice for people who've played that game i've heard that it is a punishing game but a fun game nonetheless got dead by daylight and um i never heard of it i don't know if you've heard of it because i think i've seen i've seen the avatar for and it looks really familiar um super bomberman r i don't know if you ever heard of bomberman bomberman sounds really familiar to me i've i've never heard of it I don't know. I, I think it's the days of like me going to the laundry mats because my mom forced me to. So like, it's probably one of those arcade stuff. I Hang know. on, I got a text. It says, "Hi Daniel, oh, I'm Misha, a volunteer. What? Uh, with Field Team Six, texting to see. Oh, it's like a voting gig. You're getting blocked. <laughs> All right, continue. Nice, nice." All right, uh, and then the next one is going to be the Ubisoft Forward. I believe this was live on Saturday, um, and Ubisoft literally is getting ready for um, the next-gen consoles. And the two biggest games from there is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which a lot of people have been talking about ever since Xbox, um, I think, what is it called? I think the Xbox Live, they had a name for it, I forget but um don't ask me <laughs> but essentially it's going to be the Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well as Watch Dogs Legion and I've seen two of the gameplays I've seen some of my creators that have played the game and was gifted the opportunity by my uh Microsoft by Ubisoft to play the game and you know so far I believe it's promising there are some bugs to it and it's not a um, complete game is going to be a work in progress that they showed off, but they were able to play. Um, and I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the Xbox Series X it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, and watch the as for Watch Dogs Legion, 
seems super cool, but I'm kind of worried about the mechanics itself, like being able to recruit a lot of people. I feel like in a game that big of a size, there's going to be a lot of repetitiveness, and I'm not that big of a fan of repetitiveness. I can also say the same for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but um, I'm nonetheless very, very excited to see what will happen. Um, so for people who are getting Xbox, for people who are getting PS5, let's go. PS5. Hey, bro, it's about time. I'm still, I'm still make trying to make my mind around that, bro. Like, I'm waiting for. I don't remember specifically when Xbox's uh, thing is gonna happen, but I'm waiting for that. And hopefully from there, I'll be able to make decision because I'm hearing that Xbox is about to throw in some exclusives. Might beat PS5. I don't think so, but if they can. I'm a loyal PS owner through and through. I was born in PlayStation 2, bro. The bang. <laughs> <laughs> And then you gotta you gotta pray you gotta pray to God that that yeah, this works. Uh, <laughs> when yeah. you see the uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's the oh name? I forgot I forgot I know what uh, you're talking about though. But I think yeah, we're gone from those days. Oh man, PS5. Yeah, bro. The only thing I'm worried All about now. Speaking of PS5, right? I'm just gonna make this mention. It's not even in my notes. One thing that I'm worried about that uh, even my manager was talking about uh, to me like a while back was the fact that PS4 has incredibly slow load times when it comes to downloading the game. This is true. I really hope they fix that with the PS5. I yeah. really hope they do because I I'm used to the Xbox like literally getting half a day in and that jumps already prepared or if I have a faster internet like literally wait 2 hours or so and have that jump done. Yeah, no, like it takes Well, it depends. I've had games that take like for instance FIFA Right, yeah, FIFA or two K, big game, yeah. It's a or, or uh, Red Dead. Red Dead matter. is a huge a game, big, bro. It had like what was it, a hundred gigs or something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And, and that, that was took... that was both. Was that? I think you got the after patch. Me when I bought it, had it before, and then once I pressed it, <laughs> it yeah. literally went in and be like, "Please update the game." I had to update the thing. That was like another hundred gigs. I was like, "Dang, yeah, it's crazy, bro." I don't know. I have no idea, bro, but. I'm looking up our next uh, bit of uh, culture hour oh stuff. Gosh. Oh what, my gosh. So what gosh. happened here? What the happened. Bethel Gandalf? <sighs> All right. So um, just how explain. Can I, how can I really how quick. can I say this right? So I don't necessarily remember the name, so I'm just gonna tell you how it is. Um, there's just I'm assuming they were at another church. There wasn't Bethel's thing. Okay. It was um at another church. I'm assuming. And they're doing some like uh spiritual like uh prophetic stuff and like Weren't one they, like, of the ladies to cast out the demon of racism or something, right? Okay, so but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. This that wasn't mainly the issue, it's just how it was done that kind of like took me aback, right? So the lady grabbed this like Dumbledore as like Lord of the Rings staff, right? Boy. And she explained because she apparently she was a creative. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, yeah. So oh. apparently she's like a creative who like worked in the movie industry and stuff like that. And this one was... of the things that like really spoke to her was Lord of the Rings and like 
Shoot no, that's right, because it was Bill Johnson who was with the – he was, like, on – there was, like, six people yeah, holding the staff. Yeah, there was, like, staff, a lot of people. Yeah, I couldn't, and I couldn't they were, remember. They were going they were. hard in the paint with that staff. They were going. Yeah, boom. bro. And, like, um, little weird, right, when I was hearing A lot it. weird. <laughs> At least for me, I was just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But, hey. I keep going. I want to call people like apostles by name, but hey, if God's doing what you need to do, hey, keep going. And like she was about to do the thing, right? Like we were all about to do the thing. Well, not we, but no, then I was not going. <laughs> even if they I was were watching. about to do the whole thing. And then what ended up happening was like she had to stop because the dude, um, I forgot his name, he was gonna say something. And then he says something about the prophet of Gandalf. Well, not prophet. Uh, the what was the word? Uh, prophecy, not prophet. Prophecy oh, okay. of Gandalf. And I was like, uh, and like considering prior to this, Bethel kind of has this stigma about them, where like a well, lot of they people do, like, grave sucking. A lot of people say that they do like witchcraft. witchcraft essentially yeah i mean it's it's like borderline witchcraft they're doing i i've heard that they do like great i've stuff heard and stuff. i'm not gonna say anything because i'm not even gonna i'm i haven't been to their church i wouldn't necessarily know yeah is it more is it more spirit driven sure i don't know anything about That's i don't know anything thing. about the whole grave sucking thing because i'm gonna look this up right i've now. heard i've heard that it is both real and then i've heard that there's like myths about it too and people are just like whatever grave but, soaking that's the term grave soaking does bethel church practice grave soaking uh let's see late okay so this was interpreted to mean that the same power or anointing laid in the graves of later revivalists and thus the students sought it by laying on their graves uh the leadership of the church never endorsed the practice but did not immediately shut it down okay like i said bro i don't i I don't know if they still do it because you don't necessarily see it that much. No, I know. I mean, that's I, the thing. So I if they did, it. if they did do it, they probably did in the past before. Like, oh my gosh, we gotta cut this thing off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, so yeah, um, the video's crazy. Um, not crazy. You have the video? Crazy. I was trying to look for it. I think they. I think the person that I saw post it kind of deleted it. Yeah, can't seem I, I, to find I couldn't it. find it. But um. It, I mean, Ruslan talked about it, so we can put it down in, like, the show notes. Um, Ruslan's a really cool guy, but um, he talked about it, and it was it was weird, man. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know anything about no prophet of Gandalf. I don't think prophecy, prophecy of Gandalf, excuse me. Um, but, shoot, hey, man, I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to judge. Hey, bro, that's that's up to them I, uh, and the Holy Spirit. And Maybe that's where you and I might disagree. Yeah, I may judge. Yeah, hey, Although hey. I don't know the full story. I don't know the full I, story I, either. I we know. probably only got like a whole snippet yep. of something that entirely big. This is true. And who knows, bro. But um, Don't want to take things out of context. Yeah. So rule of thumb, don't take it out of context. If you want to see uh, the reaction to it, like I said, we'll put it in the show notes. And yeah, check it out for yourself. See what you think. Uh, let us know on the voice call. 
um, voice wait, messaging or voice messaging. Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> shameless, shameless plug. Well, speaking of weird things, uh, um, Elaine Maxwell slash Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein. You know the one who didn't kill himself. Yeah. There will he never be a. Didn't. There will never be three Keep things. Calm. There will be three things. Jeffrey. Jeff. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I can't talk. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there are there are three things that there will never be. Uh-huh. Flying pigs. Nope. Purple cows. Uh-uh. And an unfunny Epstein didn't kill himself joke. <laughs> unfunny uh, Epstein didn't kill himself joke. Oh, I've never man. heard an Epstein didn't kill himself joke that I didn't laugh at. Oh, man. Hey, I, it is what it is, I, bro. So, I mean, Netflix now has a documentary, apparently. It was a great documentary. Uh, I watched it the first day it came out. I'm going to watch it now. I'm gonna watch it's it now. Great. Like I saw it and I put that junk on my list, so I think I'm gonna make that more of a priority to yeah. watch. But that's but, not the main thing that's going on right now. No. If you watch the documentary, you will notice a a a woman, sort black of his haired, right? black, black haired, hair. black short hair, uh, mistress. She looks French. Let's I, at least for me, she looked French when I first like saw her, and then hearing her name, I was just like. She probably is French. I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> I mean, she look okay. I'm sorry, but she looks French. She looks French for the people who be like, "Oh my God, just a lot of girls black hair in this thing." Yeah, no, it's the one that. <laughs> Are they saying that? I guess if, I don't if, know. I haven't watched the thing. There's a lot of girls with black hair. Anyway, just go, just go outside. You haven't been out enough yet. No, you've been in quarantine, bro. There's a lot of girls with black hair. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, but anyway, so there's this girl. By the name of Ghislaine Maxwell, who mm-hmm. you will, when you watch the documentary, or if you've already watched it, you've heard of her. Mm-hmm. She is like the uh, the mistress slash partner in crime who was arrested recently. And I did not know this, but I guess went to her first court hearing. Yeah. Somehow was not guilty. Somehow. So first court hearing, right? So that immediately tells me that she's going to have a lot more to like talk about. Sure hope. So, you want to hear my conspiracy theory? Maxwell didn't kill herself. <laughs> I mean, it's coming. It's coming, I mean, bro. If you think about it, I think it's the opposite that's gonna happen. She's gonna be tight-lipped. She saw what happened to Jeff Epstein. What what makes her think that she should talk? I don't think she will talk. She's gonna have to at some point. I mean, you're in court. You gotta, you gotta be able to make some sort of probably defense. in the Supreme Court where nobody gets to. If they, if they have, it. if they have no defense. I mean, yeah, no, they're gonna have match. a defense, but like, they're gonna screw it up. They're gonna make sure like certain people aren't named. Cause that's literally what happened with Jeff Epstein, right? He was literally insane, almost like he wasn't in his right mind. Yeah. And because of that, loose lips sink ships. So we're just going to kill it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, I think Ghislaine saw what happened to Epstein, said, uh-uh-uh, I'm going to disappear. <laughs> Somehow been found in New Hampshire out of all places. And she's like, now like, uh-uh-uh, I ain't saying Jack. <laughs> yeah. So, like, maybe that's how she got it's non-guilty still- hearing. Maybe she got other people behind her. Be like, hey, we'll, we'll let I wonder what the, the charge they gave her was. That's a good question. That's what I'm curious That's about. That's a good question. Because frankly, probably, I did not know this was happening. It's until, probably like, online somewhere. Um, but I I don't know. That's the only thing. Yeah. But then we got the last topic of the day. 
which Ooh, is the, uh, let the, me tell yeah. you something, brother. <laughs> let, okay, so Wayfair, 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 Wayfair. I've heard of Wayfair, didn't know what they were. They sound like a whole tax company that's working <laughs> low key side by side, right? yeah, cabinets or whatever. And so, apparently, there's a lot of very I can't even say coincidences, but they probably would call it coincidences that aren't. Yeah. That had to do with human traffickers, kids that are being human trafficked, humans that are being human trafficked, right? And they got names. They got names. And Wayfair somehow, some way, have the exact same name for their products. Wait, who had the list of the names? The they don't have the list of the names. One of those like missing persons type of thing. They did like a side by side missing persons thing, right? Ah. Uh. And then you look, and then you see Wayfair, not only have the name but spelled it out verbatim, verbatim the name of whoever it is. Isn't it like no spelling errors or anything? Eight hundred thousand kids go missing each year or something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there, I think, that or probably crazy. more or less. I hear. I mean, again, this is all like. Big speculation. Big speculation. Like I've heard someone already debunked it. Apparently, I didn't. Oh, look did into they? It. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I, I don't know. That that's that but would be breaking news. I'll tell you what. Wafer tried denying that jump. I don't know how they're going to try and get themselves out of that. Well, the the issue is that in a civil world, there's this thing known as the presumption of innocence. Sure. Which people have decided to completely get rid of and well, throw yeah. a presumption of guilt. But if you see, but here's the thing, right? If you see the evidence that were sent out, not only by like one person, there's like multiple people who saw different screenshots and like literally saw and pinpoint different things, right? Yeah. It's It seems like every single like name that was in a missing bulletin board, at least the prominent ones or something, they somehow have the names for their furniture named after that. That's odd. And and to make matters even weirder, I didn't know Wayfair was bougie like that. You saw a cabinet for like 15K. <laughs> I know. 15K. Why That's why would time. bro? I'm 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 assuming that they have a human inside of it. <laughs> I I don't know, bro. Oh uh, man. Gotta... But I mean we 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 gotta figure something out with Wayfair, bro. Gotta, I'll tell you that big much. time. <laughs> but um, that's the end of our show. That that covers it. That covers all the stuff. Um, for anybody who wants to follow us on social media, Check I know the you keep show notes. you I hate don't it. Do this. I don't understand why. You got, you got forty seven seconds to make your. Plugs. Hey man, forty seven seconds is all I need. All right, so social media, you can follow me, even though I'm not on social media. Um, it's going to be at underscore U-L-S-A-D-A-T on both Instagram and Twitter. 30 seconds. This man has a Twitter and an Instagram with two different names. Follow Daniel Salisbury at underscore Daniel Salisbury on Instagram <laughs> and D-S-S-I with the same underscore in the front on Twitter. Um, 15. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, but that wraps yeah. up CCQ. Um, thank you for having us. And you we'll, wanna you wanna yeah. say something? We'll catch y'all next week. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.